Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine and creator of drjockers.com, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. This podcast is sponsored by my friends over at ChopC60.com. If you haven't heard of Carbon 60 or otherwise called C60 before, it is a powerful Nobel Prize winning antioxidant that helps to optimize mitochondrial function, fights inflammation, and neutralizes toxic free radicals. I'm a huge fan of using C60 in conjunction with a healthy lifestyle to support your immune system, help your body detox, and increase energy and mental clarity. If you are over the age of 40 and you'd like to kick fatigue and brain fog to the curb this year, visit shopc60.com and use the coupon code JOCKERS for 15% off your first order and start taking back control over your health today. The products I use, I use their C60 in organic MCT coconut oil. They have it in various different flavors. They also have sugar-free gummies that are made with allulose and monk fruit. They also have carbon 60 and organic avocado and extra virgin olive oil. When it's combined with these fats, it absorbs more effectively. And carbon 60 is great as a natural energizing tool because it really helps your mitochondria optimize your energy production. Now, if you take it late at night, for some individuals, it may seem a little bit stimulating. So that's why we recommend taking it earlier in the day, and it will give you that great energy, that great great mental clarity that you want all day long. It will help reduce the effects of oxidative stress and aging and really help you thrive. So again, guys, go to shopc60.com. Use the coupon code JOCKERS to save 15% off your first order, and start taking back control of your health today. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about acne, and we're going to talk in detail about root causes of acne. We're going to talk about the gut-brain-skin connection and why that is so important. We're going to talk about the best strategies you can take to have really healthy, glowing skin. My guest is Maria Marlowe, and you can find her at mariamarlowe.com. She's a certified nutritionist specializing in acne, and she's the founder of Kuma, a science-backed ingestible skincare company on a mission to revolutionize how people think about skincare from outside only to inside out. And for the past 10 years, Maria has helped thousands of people across the globe clear their skin and optimize their health by improving their diet. In her signature 90-day clear skin program, she has completely broken down how to get to the root of your acne and clear it naturally and swiftly through diet and lifestyle changes, even when medications have failed. And she's the author of The Real Food Grocery Guide and Be Healthy Every Day. And she's been featured in a lot of popular media, including Vogue, Good Morning America, and many others. You guys are going to love this interview. If you've not left us a five-star review, now's the time to do that. Just go to Apple iTunes, wherever you listen to this podcast, leave us a five-star review. That helps us reach more people and impact more lives with this message. Thank you so much for doing that. Well, Maria, great to connect with you. And we were just talking that you're in Dubai right now, which is a really interesting part of the world. And so you split time between the United States and Dubai. 
that must be really interesting. And, uh, you know, obviously you're an expert in acne and what, what really got you involved? What, what got you so interested in acne in, in general? Well, I had really bad acne and nothing would make it go away. I had it for about five years, despite mm -hmm. trying all the things from the drugstore topicals to the dermatologist prescribed medications from antibiotics to spironolactone to birth control, all the way up. I was eventually prescribed Accutane, which I decided not to take. I filled the prescription, uh, but I remember like getting the bag and stapled to the front, you know, is that piece of paper that has all the side effects and everything on it. And I remember reading severe depression that could lead to suicide. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm already depressed. So none of these other medications have worked. I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to try this. And I'm just kind of resorting or resigning myself to the fact that I'm cursed with bad luck, bad genes, or bad skin. One of, one of the three. Fast forward a few years, and I was introduced to this concept of food as medicine. And at first, it sounded ridiculous, if I'm quite honest. I was like, there's no way that's going to work. But I was desperate and willing to try anything. So I did. I overhauled my diet and worked on restoring my gut health. And in a matter of about three months, my skin cleared up. And I was just so blown away by my own transformation, which I can see in the mirror, uh, that I ended up going down this nutrition rabbit hole and going on to study nutrition and cooking to really spread this, this message of food as medicine. Yeah, such an important message. I know, obviously, I was impacted just the same. In fact, I remember growing up, see, my mom actually was studying to become a naturopath and my older brother had acne. And she would say, it's because he eats so much sugar. He's eating these processed chocolate bars, things like that. And, you know, and so I heard that and I was like, okay, I don't want acne. I'm not going to eat food like that. Right. And so my mom was teaching me at an early age that, you know, what, what we eat impacts not only our appearance, but I was also an athlete. And so she would relay it, uh, when it came to my athletic performance as well. And that's how she got me to eat foods that at that period of time in my life, I did not enjoy. And so, um, so, you know, it's it's a powerful message. And what are, what are some of the root cause factors when it comes to acne? What, what do we need to look at as far as what is the actual root cause? Yeah, so the primary root cause is inflammation. And something that I, I feel a lot of people don't realize is that acne is actually uh, classified as a chronic inflammatory skin disorder. It's not a bacterial infection. Everyone thinks acne is caused by bacteria. It's not. That was the hypothesis back in the 1950s, which has since been debunked. Bacteria may play a role in acne, but it is not the primary driver. It, the first domino is inflammation in the body that sets off that whole chain of events. So where does inflammation come from? It can come from so many places. So uh, one really common low-hanging fruit is nutrient deficiencies. And the research shows that there are several nutrient deficiencies that are common amongst acne patients. So for example, vitamin A, zinc, and omega-3. And interestingly, or not interestingly, uh, these foods, the foods that contain these nutrients are not, you know, widely consumed in the standard American diet. Uh, like vitamin A is found primarily in organ meats like beef liver and cod liver oil, 
or you can get beta carotene, which the body converts into vitamin A from our orange fruits and vegetables like sweet potato, butternut squash, and carrots. So if you're not eating these foods on a regular basis, you're probably not getting enough. And typically, the worse the deficiency, the worse the severity of the acne. And if someone with acne has one of these deficiencies, simply adding these foods into the diet that are going to help replenish those nutrients can make a huge impact. So nutrient deficiencies is one root cause. Um, a pro-inflammatory diet would be another one. So eating too much sugar, like you mentioned, so your mom was right, moms are always right. Uh, too much sugar in the diet has been linked to acne. Uh, and multiple, multiple studies. And on the flip side, we know that a low glycemic load diet, one that keeps our blood sugar more stable, this has actually been associated with a reduction in acne. And there was actually an interesting study. Um, I believe this was in the American um, uh, Academy of Dermatology that included 3,000, almost 3,000 people. And they put them on a, a low glycemic load diet for about three months. And at the end of the three months, 87% of the participants said they had less acne and 91% said they had um, to use less acne medication. It's pretty, pretty huge, uh, simply from, uh -huh. you know, reducing uh -huh. your refined carbohydrate thing. So pro-inflammatory diet, also uh, seed oils, you know, we're eating so many yeah. packaged foods, processed foods that are rich in seed oils, high in omega-6, um, that can also, you know, push our body into a pro-inflammatory state, which can trigger inflammation, not just in the body, but also in the skin. Another root cause uh, could be gut dysbiosis. So, um, which is interesting because antibiotics are used very commonly to treat acne, but like the paradox is even if they work while you're on the antibiotics, typically once you get off them within a year or so, acne often comes back. Um, and so um, what we know from the research is that people with acne tend to lack uh, the good lactobacillus and bifidobacteria strains in their gut. They also tend to have less gut microbial diversity, meaning they have less different types of strains in the gut. And they may also be more prone to having uh, increased intestinal permeability. And so all of these things contribute to inflammation in the body. Um, and when we have inflammation, it doesn't typically stay in one spot. It's systemic and uh, can, can show up on our skin as breakouts. Um, another root cause could be hormonal imbalance. And so uh, one of the common hormonal imbalances that is associated with acne is excess androgens. But what I always like to tell people when we're talking about hormonal imbalance is that your hormones are not the problem. The habits causing them to become imbalanced mm. are the problem. And, you know, in the case of acne and excess androgens, we know, for example, that a high glycemic diet can actually push our androgens up. We know consuming enough, not enough fiber can do the same and that actually increasing your fiber intake can help to bring that level down. Um, you know, we know stress disrupts our hormones, right? So there's so many, so many diet and lifestyle factors at play that influence our hormones. So if you do have a hormonal imbalance, whether it's acne, you know, associated with acne or not, don't hate your hormones, you know, don't be mad at yourself. Yeah. They're just the messenger and we got to get to the root cause of what is tipping them off balance. Yeah. And by androgens, you're talking about testosterone, testosterone derivatives, which exactly. normally like for a female, normally those would be, you know, lower, right? However, we, there are conditions like PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. It's associated with higher testosterone and typically right along with that is high insulin coming from blood sugar imbalances. 
And so for certain women, when they have blood sugar imbalances, their body produces a lot of insulin and produces a lot of these androgens. Exactly. And we know, yeah, that um, excess insulin, we know that when we have high insulin, this also can increase our, uh, the hormone IGF-1, insulin-like growth factor one, this increases, increases inflammation in the body, it actually also causes your skin to produce more oil. So it's creating inflammation in the body. And then it's also having your skin produce more oil, which is recipe for, you know, um, you know, recipe for breakouts. Yeah. And for men, like men who who use steroids, for example, one of the classic signs is they get a whole bunch of acne a lot of times on their back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny because you know, when I was growing up and reading all the magazines, we're always taught there's three types of skin, normal skin, oily skin, and dry Mm. skin. But the truth is we all have normal skin that can become more oily or more dry, dependent on our diet, our lifestyle, and of course, our topical products as well. Um, But we we influence it um, pretty, pretty significantly. And you're not stuck with one you know, one type of skin, you know, adding the nutrients into the diet and keeping your blood sugar stable can really go a long way in normalizing, quote unquote, your skin. Um, Another root cause would be stress, which is very prevalent these days. And, you know, sometimes like I know people just want to focus on the diet because in a way it seems easier than dealing with life and stress. Mm -hmm. Uh, But stress can absolutely break you out. There are several studies that have showed this. Back in the 1930s, there were actually two dermatologists, uh, Donald M. Pillsbury and John H. Stokes, who did a lot of research on like the stress, gut, skin connection, and they really set the groundwork or the framework for what we now call that gut-brain-skin axis or gut-brain-skin connection. And what they hypothesized was that negative emotional thoughts such as fear, worry, doubt, this could actually create disturbances in the gut, which would create inflammation and then show up on the skin as breakouts. And, you know, they did, they did experiments and and they showed this and in the decades, you know, uh, following more and more research, uh, you know, supported this hypothesis. And we do know now that negative thoughts can actually wipe out some of the good bacteria in your gut. This allows the the pro-inflammatory bacteria to proliferate. Um, It could also increase your intestinal permeability, um, which again is going to create inflammation. And that inflammation that's starting in the gut can end up on your skin as breakouts. And then the last of the six root causes would be overly harsh skincare. You know, I think with acne, the the tendency is to want to scrub it away or peel it away or just get rid of it because, you know, there's this association with like being dirty in some way, which it's not like acne is not really a hygiene issue. Um, It's an inflammation issue. And so when we're using these harsh topicals that are stripping our, you know, our natural barrier, stripping away too much oil, it actually ends up doing the opposite of what we want and yeah, our skin it's overcompensates it's trauma yeah and trauma you're making your skin more sensitive yeah. more raw more red um and potentially more oily because when you strip mm. all the oil out your skin we need oil on our skin so your skin will overcompensate by producing more oil not less um and so i always say like i'm a proponent of using really gentle natural skincare and letting your diet and lifestyle do the heavy lifting of clearing your skin naturally from within Yeah, it's a great summary, great breakdown there. Now let's talk about the gut-brain-skin axis or the gut-brain-skin connection and why that matters when it comes to acne and just really having healthy skin and healthy body. 
Yeah, I think this is a missing link for a lot of people because we are, you know, most people are so focused on the topical and the 10 step skincare and they're not paying attention to their gut. So what we know is, is the acne patients tend to have gut issues, whether or not you have the bloating or like the visible gut issues. Um, if you have acne or other inflammatory skin conditions, there's a high, a high likelihood that something's not right in your gut. Something's not balanced there. So um, what we know is that the acne patients tend to lack those good lactobacillus and bifidobacteria. They tend to lack the diversity and they tend to be um, have a increased intestinal permeability. So knowing that one way to address our skin is actually through our gut. So if we can support our gut health first, we can actually clear our skin. So adding in certain probiotic strains like L-acidophilus and L-rhamnosus SP1, this is a really interesting one. This one has been shown in a double-blind uh, placebo-controlled clinical trial to improve the appearance of adult acne uh, in just 12 weeks simply by adding the probiotic into the diet. Um, other lactobacillus strains have also been beneficial, like uh, L. acidophilus. Um, and, you know, a, a reason that the gut microbiome plays such a big role is not just for our gut health and our immune health, because we know the gut supports immune health, but also our hormonal balance. Because the way that we remove excess hormones is through our stool. And so when we're constipated, those excess hormones can actually get reabsorbed back into the bloodstream, contributing to imbalance. So especially if anyone's listening with like hormonal acne, hormonal breakouts, look at your gut first and, you know, really focus on regularity because that is sometimes, again, one of these kind of lower hanging fruit. Uh, if you're not having enough fiber, um, you know, if you need to nourish your gut with fermented foods and, and probiotic rich foods or probiotics that can help. Um, you can really change your skin by first changing your gut. Yeah, that's key. And then also, you know, a lot of times when people don't have, for example, lactobacillus, bifidobacterium in the, in the proper ratios, um, they can also end up with anxiety, depression, right? A lot of these kind of more mental issues. In fact, you know, a lot of people with that have acne, uh, there's a high percentage of them that are also dealing with a lot of mental illness. Yeah, a hundred percent. And that's why it's kind of like this um, cruel hamster wheel in a way. Yeah. And the, you know, what happens in the brain affects the gut, what happens in the mm. gut affects the brain and the same with the skin. So what happens in the brain is affecting the skin. Like the, these three organs are very intricately connected. I like to think of it as like a little super highway between the three of them and it goes in both directions. So it's not one direction, it's yeah. both directions. Um, and you know, with the depression, I'm glad you brought that up because that is like a very uh, big problem with people with acne is the depression uh, issue. And like you mentioned, the gut health does play a huge role in that. Um, and then even the omega-3, which we mentioned earlier, which mm -hmm. is a very common deficiency amongst acne patients and also in depression. So yeah. simply adding in, you know, the nutrients that we need and helping to restore our gut can make a, a big headway, you know, in mm. both in both areas. Yeah. And speaking of the gut, I know there's a big association between low stomach acid or underproducing stomach acid and acne as well. Can you, can you elaborate more on that? Well, you know, digestion, 
plays such a pivotal role, not just for the digestion and the gut microbial diversity, but also because it's helping us to absorb our nutrients as well. And there's so many nutrients that are needed for healthy, clear skin. So when we have any issue along the digestive tract, whether it's low stomach acid, um, whether we you know, have an issue even with our detox systems, with our liver, any, any issue along any of these areas is gonna create a problem. So the healthiest, you know, when it comes to acne, it's the healthiest diet is not necessarily like a special acne diet. It's kind of like the healthiest diet for our immune system, for our gut health, um, you know, for our overall health is it's, it's one and the same. Yeah, for sure. And also when you have low stomach acid, you're not able to absorb zinc and key minerals. And uh, you you touched on how zinc deficiency is a really big factor. And that is, that's a huge factor when it comes to acne in general. And so you got to be able to absorb a lot of those minerals and different nutrients. If you're not producing enough stomach acid because you're eating on the run, maybe you're eating fast food, you're eating while you're stressed, that's antagonistic to producing the right digestive juices to be able to break down and absorb your nutrients effectively. But you know, so many people are doing this, um, then that's going to lead us to having problems, ha you know, having more toxic buildup, having more nutrient deficiencies and, uh, and trouble with our, our, our digestion, our gut. So let's transition exactly. to, um, I know you have your clear skin plan, your 90 day clear skin plan, and, um, you have nutrition plan that, that obviously that's associated with that. What are some of the best foods that you recommend for people that are dealing with acne? So definitely our whole foods, our whole foods, number one, anti-inflammatory foods and low glycemic foods. So to uh, more specifically, definitely we want to make sure that we're, we are eating enough plant-based foods, enough vegetables, um, fruit, high fiber foods, um, because that is so key for our digestion, for our hormone balance. And of course, they're a great source of various nutrients and antioxidants and have anti-inflammatory benefits. So making sure you're eating plenty of veggies in particular the dark leafy greens and orange vegetables, I think are particularly beneficial for acne prone skin. The dark leafy greens, because um, they're kind of like nature's uh, or the plant kingdom's multivitamin, um, very rich in, in nutrients and antioxidants. Um, and the orange ones, because they're a, a source of beta carotene, which our body converts to vitamin A, which is necessary. Seeds, I think, are really helpful. Um, things like flaxseed, chia seed, hemp seed, um, pumpkin seed, uh, sunflower seed, and kind of just getting into the habit of incorporating them into your daily diet, um, you know, on salads or on, you know, whatever you're eating as a snack. Um, and because, for example, flax and chia, these are going to be a rich uh, source of omega-3 fatty acids, um, which are going to help to reduce inflammation. They're also a good source of fiber um, and are going to help with, with regularity. Cod liver oil is one of my favorite skin superfoods because it's rich in vitamin A, omega-3, and vitamin D. And like I said before, vitamin A is one of these common deficiencies amongst acne patients, and most people are not eating liver. If you can eat liver, go for it. You know, that's great. If you're not there yet, the cod liver oil is a great kind of like introduction to it. Um, and I will say like with liver, uh, you know, you don't have to like eat eat like a, a whole chunk of liver, start slow, like get the chopped, you can get the blends where it's mixed in with chopped meat. Usually I think it's like 10% um, liver and 90% chopped meat, put that in a bolognese sauce or something, you know, like a, a 
add spices, you know, make it really flavorful, you won't even taste it. Um, so yeah, liver is definitely a skin superfood because of the A. Um, yeah, I like putting what, liver, liver and heart in soups and stews too. A lot of times it takes the gaminess out and you don't really notice the, you know, the, the, the strong gamey flavor that a lot of people dislike about liver when it's in a soup or a stew. So that's another good option too. That's yeah, that's actually a great, um, a great technique. I'll have to like get your recipe for that. Cause that yeah. sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, and on Thanksgiving out here in the United States, you know, we get, we had the Turkey. So then we just take the whole Turkey and boil it up, make a great broth, you know, and then make a soup out of it and throw in all the organ meats, right? Cause when we get the Turkey, we get all of the, you know, the gizzard and all the, the different organs, just put it all in the soup. And then like my kids eat it every, you know, the whole family is eating it. And so, uh, so it's great. Yeah. Speaking of which bone broth, this is another yeah. great skin for our food and for our gut. Um, great for supporting a healthy gut lining. Um, that's great. Uh, collagen. I like to add collagen peptides whenever I can. Um, it's, it's helpful for, for your skin health in general, but you know, inflammation is the root cause of acne and it's mm -hmm. also the root cause of premature aging <laughs> and mm -hmm. wrinkling of the skin. Yeah. So adding the collagen can actually help with that. And studies have shown that 12 weeks of regular consumption, about 10 grams, you know, give or take, um, can actually help to reverse some signs of skin aging and wrinkles mm. and uh, and fine lines. So, yeah, those are those are some of the best. But just in general, you know, you want to keep your blood sugar stable. So avoid those refined carbohydrate foods like bread, cereal, pasta, <laughs> sweets, candy, etc. Focus more on your whole carbohydrate foods, your vegetables, your whole grains. Um, if you consume grains. Um, and, you know, keeping your blood sugar stable, getting healthy fiber from your veggies, uh, getting protein, you know, from your animal protein, and then getting healthy fat as well. Yeah, very good. I just wanted to take a moment and interrupt this podcast to tell you about Paleo Valley's Essential C Complex. Vitamin C is a critical compound when it comes to supporting a healthy immune system. It's powerful for the immune system, but it's also really good for your skin, really good for energy. Most people don't realize this, but it actually plays a very important role in energy production. And again, for skin health as well, joint health, there's so many things that vitamin C supports our body in. And what I love about Paleo Valley's Essential C is it's a really powerful, pure vitamin C supplement. And unlike most vitamin Cs, it contains zero synthetic ingredients that were created in a lab. Instead, it's made from three of the most potent whole food sources of vitamin C on the planet. So nothing weird in there, just food. Guys, check them out at paleovalley.com forward slash jockers to save 15% off. If you're looking for a great vitamin C to support your immune system, your skin, and your energy, go to paleovalley.com forward slash jockers to save 15% off the essential C complex. Now let's talk about some supplements, maybe probiotics, uh, omega threes. What are some of your, your top supplements when it comes to acne? Yeah. So one of them is the cod liver oil, which I mentioned earlier. Yeah. I think this is a, a really good one, but you have to make sure you're getting a good brand because sometimes you'll mm. find cod liver oil that only has like omega-3 in it, for example. Um, so the way that they're processed sometimes, like some of the, the fat soluble nutrients, like the vitamin A and the D actually decrease significantly or are not really present. So make sure you're getting a good one that has 
vitamin A, vitamin D, omega-3. Probiotics, super duper important. So some of the strains that are incredibly beneficial for acne-prone skin is that l rhamnosus SP1. That's a really good one. L-acidophilus is good. Your bifidobacteria strains, these are beneficial for regularity, which plays such a huge role in clear skin and skin health. Those are kind of the two key ones. Sometimes bitters. Do you ever use bitters? Sure, absolutely. Like digestive bitters, Bitter is yeah. good for your liver, right? And so it helps to exactly. activate all your digestive juices, apple cider vinegar, ginger, things like that to help activate the stomach acid, bioflow, pancreatic enzymes for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So I would say probably the other one would be digestive bitters because mm. of, of exactly what you said. It just helps with digestion, helps with you absorbing your nutrients a bit better. I would say those are probably the main three and the rest we really try. Like if, for example, though, you can't take liver, for example, like maybe, or for whatever reason, you don't like the cod liver oil, because I know it does. <laughs> you know, If you get a good one, there's very, very little taste or smell. But and if you, you could take the capsules as well. But if that, for some reason, you can't take it, um, there's beef liver capsules as well. Of course, eating it, I feel like eating our food is definitely the number one priority. But whatever we can't get through the food, then we can supplement. Yeah, for sure. Now, what if somebody maybe has taken medication? Uh, that you know they've tried you know Accutane and different things like that, and and they have it hasn't worked. Uh, can they still use this food as a med medicine approach? Oh, absolutely. So with Accutane, you know it's it's interesting. It's considered the gold standard of acne medications, but you know as time goes on, you know we're seeing that it doesn't really clear everyone's skin long term, and you know they'll. You'll hear of people having to go on it two and three times um, and or, you know, it coming back within like two years. And so the way that Accutane is believed to work is by shrinking the sebaceous glands, which are your oil producing glands. But overactive oil glands are not necessarily like the root cause. Like, yes, too much oil plays a role. But again, it's the inflammation that's the problem. So we yeah. need to go after the inflammation. So for anyone listening, whether it's Accutane or something else that you've tried, like, don't give up hope. There's still, you know, there's still hope because the medications are not really addressing the inflammation. And if you address the inflammation through the diet and the lifestyle, you will be absolutely amazed at what your, you know, your body can do and how your skin can heal. Yeah, that's important. And also the the flip side of that is true as well. Even if you've taken a medication like Accutane and you've gotten results, you know, your skin cleared up, that doesn't mean you got rid of the root cause. And so you still need to address the root cause. It may, may you may feel better and, and more confident about yourself. That's great. But you still want to address that inflammation because it's affecting other areas of your body as well. Inflammation, unless it's like an injury, like you sprain your ankle, inflammation doesn't just stay in one area. If it's affecting your skin, it's affecting other areas of your body as well. So it's super important that you get to the root cause. Well, that's why I always call acne a blessing in disguise because mm. the inflammation is on your face. And most people are not that lucky because the inflammation's inside and they don't know about it until it's too late. And so, or, you know, things progress in a, in a bad direction. So acne really, I know if you're struggling with acne now, it doesn't seem like it, but I promise you it's the biggest blessing in disguise because it's helping you to look a little bit deeper, look under the hood and really find um, the, the trigger and then the diet and lifestyle habits that can help rectify it, not just for your skin, but for your overall health. 
Absolutely. And and some people have this idea that all teenagers get acne. And I, I think it is high, definitely more prevalent for teenagers. But there are obviously people out there that are teenagers that really get very little, if, if any, acne. And so is that is that true? You know, a lot of people think all act, all teenagers are getting acne. Yeah, that's a very common belief because I think the statistic in America, some say 85, some say 90, say some say upwards of 95% of teens get get acne, which is a humongous number and it's, you know, easy to think, oh, well it just must be a natural part of life. But if we actually first of all look even into the past history of America, we see that it was not always 85% plus. Um, and if we look to other countries, which are uh, or have a more natural diet and lifestyle, not so dependent on stress and, and processed yeah. foods, their levels of acne are quite, quite low. Like I was looking at some studies in Egypt, for example, and in this rural area of Egypt, the rate of acne amongst teenagers and adolescents was like less than 2%, hmm. which is, you know, yeah. mind blowing. And you might be like, oh, maybe they're genetically blessed or something. But if you look at the rate of acne in cities, like a, a major city in Egypt, like Cairo, it's not 2%. It's maybe I think like it was like 60%, something like that, which is not 90, but it's still not two, you know, yeah. so it's a big difference. And in, in the rural areas, they are eating, you know, meat, beans, lentils, vegetables, mm -hmm. you know, that is their diet. Whereas, whole of foods, course, in the cities, foods. yeah, they're whole, whole real foods. You know, when you're in the cities, of course, you have more access to the processed and refined foods. Yeah. Um, even, you know, in South America, researchers have looked at various like hunter gatherer tribes there. And uh, in one region, I think they were with the, the group of people for like three years. And over the span of three years, they did not record one pimple on man, woman, child, teenager, like nothing over the span of three years. Not one person had a pimple. Um, and so it sounds like, again, like they must be genetically blessed. But again, when we look at, you know, people who move to the cities, their acne becomes the same as, you know, the people in the city, it's no longer the acne of their roots. So um, acne is really, it's it's a disease of inflammation. And it's a disease of the Western lifestyle, unfortunately. And, you know, what's interesting about looking at the different cultures and the different acne rates around the world and throughout history, is that they don't all have the same diet, like the places that have low or non existent acne, they don't all have the same diet, but they have certain factors that are the same, meaning it's whole yeah. foods, it's anti inflammatory foods, um, there's no or there's basically no processed and refined foods. They are living more in tune with nature. These are kind of the the main tenants that are helping to keep their skin clear. Yeah, for sure. You know, I would say three three big changes: reducing the amount of sugar and and you know, in a sense, high glycemic foods that you're putting in your body. Getting rid of seed oils or or really, you know, all your processed seed oils and, and processed high omega six fats. And then also reducing the amount of toxins in your food, getting, you know, trying to go as organic as possible. So people that are in more of these rural areas, they're eating foods that tend to be less, you know, less pesticides, herbicides, more organic, natural, whole food based. So they've got the fiber, you know, they've got all the, the natural components that make them more blood sugar stabilizing. So it makes sense. And I'm glad that you cited that research uh, looking at it only 2% in the rural area. And then you go into the city and it's like 60% in kind of the same region where people are having, you know, basically the same genetics. 
Exactly. Yeah. I mean, even if we look at um, like the Inuits in Canada, so I believe it was in the 1970s where they were kind of forced to assimilate to Western culture. Mm. And um, beforehand, they had, again, acne was pretty much non-existent, not to mention like other heart disease and other chronic inflammatory conditions, basically non-existent in this, you know, group of people. Once they're forced to assimilate and adopt a Western diet and lifestyle, their rates just skyrocketed and are just in line with, you know, their fellow mm-hmm. fellow citizens. So this has happened again and again. We saw this in Okinawa, Japan. You know, this is one of the blue zones, which we hear about all the time because the people traditionally, uh, you know, lived past 100. And if you go to Okinawa today, it's yeah, maybe the elders are there, but they're unfortunately dying off. And the younger generations are dying of heart disease and other, you know, inflammatory disorders at an alarming rate because, Unfortunately, the Americans <laughs> went in there and, and and added their hamburgers and milkshakes and hot dogs and all that yeah. stuff. And uh, and and yeah, so it's um, you know, actually looking historically at the acne rates and the disease rates, it's it's quite quite telling and uh, a great reminder that we have so much control of our health more than we realize just with what we choose to eat and how we choose to live. Yeah, so important to know. I mean, you know, for me. Growing up in America in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, you know, I saw so many people around me with acne when I, you know, when I was a teenager going through school in the 90s, so many people around me with acne, I just thought everybody has it. And so we've kind of bought this lie that, you know, as teenagers, just about everybody, like you, you cited that 80 to 90% are getting acne. We bought that lie that that is just the way it's supposed to be, but it's not the way that it's supposed to be. And it's actually a sign that our diet and lifestyle are not working for us, driving up inflammation in our system. And so you've got this 90-day clear skin plan program. Tell us a little bit more about that and what you what you do and how you walk people through these 90 days. Yeah, so the Clear Skin Plan um, is a program that helps you figure out the potential root causes of acne and then remedy them with diet and lifestyle changes. And it's not a one size fits all. It's a very much take what you need and leave what you don't and figure out what works best for you kind of through a little bit of uh, experimentation and trial and error Um, because an anti-acne diet, like as I mentioned before, it's not one specific diet. It's just an overarching, you know, anti-inflammatory, low glycemic load, nutrient dense diet. And you can create that in various different ways. Um, So there are recipes in there also to kind of help kickstart and to reduce that inflammation, um, because that's really, really important. And you know, one question people always ask me about is scarring, how to reduce acne Mm. scarring or how to get rid of acne scarring. And um, interestingly, the best way to prevent acne scarring or reduce acne scarring is to prevent it, right? So we get acne scars because of uh, the amount of inflammation and how long it lasts. So the more inflammation and the longer it lasts, the more likely we are to scar. But if we can reduce the amount of inflammation and reduce the amount of time it lasts, the less likely we are to scar. So if you can put something on anti-inflammatory topically, that's of course great. So like tea tree oil would be a great one, has anti-inflammatory properties, but also internally, make sure you're having some turmeric and black pepper, make sure you're having some ginger, making sure you know, you're having anti-inflammatory foods, your bone broth. Um, these are going to help to reduce the inflammation from the inside, which will helpfully, hopefully, you know, reduce the time and amount of inflammation on your skin to reduce that chance of scarring. Yeah, that's really important to know. The scarring there is kind of like scar tissue anywhere in your body. 
And so your body's trying to do the best it can to patch the area up. But like you said, you got to get that inflammation down and under control. So that's great. So you go through that in your in your program. And what are people what kind of results are people getting through that 90-day plan? Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's pretty amazing because I've had thousands of people do it now, like all over the world as well. And you know, everyone has different food everywhere, but the main thing is it's not the specific foods, it's the principles. And so, yeah, I mean, people are clearing their skin depending, you know, in 90 days or less. So if it's more mild, sometimes 30 days, it's really 30 to 60 days is all it takes. If it's a little bit more moderate, um, you know, then it might take more like closer to the 90 days. Um, but significant improvements going from, you know, oily skin to normal skin from like breaking out every day to not breaking out at all. Um, even getting rid of the period breakouts. That's another thing, you know, a common misconception that if you're a woman, you have to have period breakouts. It's not true. Um, everyone's, you know, every woman's hormones are fluctuating, you know, with her, her period, but it doesn't mean you need to get acne. Again, it kind of comes back to that inflammation, making sure that our inflammation levels are low, our blood sugar is balanced, our, uh, bowels are working properly and you don't have to break out around your period. So it's really kind of like a step-by-step -step guide and has gotten tremendous results for both men and women, um, you know, and uh, of any age, you know, I have people in their forties who've had acne for decades, who cleared their skin using the plan versus, you know, someone in college, uh, younger. So it kind of really works across the spectrum. Yeah. Cause like I said, it's not that one size fits all it's, really tailored and, and, um, figuring out what works for your specific needs. Yeah. It's really good. Now, do you, do you go through like specific types of skincare? I know you've got a, your own skincare. Do you go through what people should be looking for when it comes to skincare as well in the, in the program? So in the program, I kind of recommend um, like a, a, like gentle skincare and yeah. natural. I'm a, I'm a proponent of natural things. So I have, um, I don't have like topical skincare, but I do have a probiotic called Glow Biome, mm -hmm. um, yeah. which is a probiotic specifically formulated for acne prone skin, which has been shown in an independent clinical trial to, you know, reduce breakouts, reduce excess oil and increase skin hydration. So it's using a lot of those clinically validated mm -hmm. strains like l SP1, um, L-Acidophilus, um, B lactis that are going to help repair the gut first and then the skin mm. second. Um, so that's, yeah, definitely something that has also been, you know, incredible and having incredible results. But yeah, in terms of like topical skincare, I do have some recommendations, but it's basically just the gentler, the better. Yeah. Yeah. Gentle, anti-inflammatory. It's the way to go there. Well, wonderful, yeah. Maria. I mean, this has been a great interview. I think it's helped a lot of our audience here really understand that, you know, more about acne and more about just how to have healthy skin. And I think that's something all of us want. We want to look younger than we are as we get older. And when we're young, we want to have clear, really, really clear skin, no acne. And so this has been uh, some great information. Any last words of inspiration here for our audience? And where do they find out more about you and your 90-day clear skin program? Yeah. So my last words of wisdom would just be don't give up and there's nothing wrong with you. Um, you maybe have just been going going down the wrong path but you know understanding that acne is caused by inflammation kind of opens up a whole new world of possibility in in fixing it and remedying it and um, I have a ton of information on my website from informational articles to uh, recipes and that's at mariamarlo.com and marlo is spelled m-a-r-l-o-w-e so you can find the clear skin plan there and you know everything you need for for clearer skin Great, great. And what are your thoughts on uh, on sun exposure and red light therapy as well? I know uh, red light therapy has been 
more and more popular now and and uh, showing great benefits to the skin. What are your thoughts? Have you used that? Um, so I ha- personally actually have, I'm late to the red light therapy, but I have yeah. read about it and I know it is um, quite beneficial. I guess I have used it. I do use it in the infrared sauna, but I don't yeah. know if that counts. I don't have like the mask ones, um, but I, I know that it can be incredibly beneficial for skin. Um, so it is interesting. And I do think sunshine, sunshine is important. Um, we need our vitamin D. We need to reset our circadian rhythm. I'm a huge proponent of getting morning sunlight um, and exposing our skin to a suitable amount of you know sun we don't want to burn of course mm-hmm. um but we you know we need the vitamin d we need the sunshine and we need we need nature uh for sure yeah that's great well thanks again maria guys check out our website mariamarlow.com check out our 90-day clear skin program thanks so much again for your time and everybody we'll see you on a future interview be blessed well that's all for this show and i want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.